0: in my luxurious studio apartment Um, should I be doing this no I thought my life would turn out very different I really did I really thought that by my age first of all I would not be living still in a luxurious studio apartment and I would own a home and I would have a husband who could edit my podcast while I sleep but no alas things did not turn out the way I wanted or expected but that's life, baby. Say la vie, right? I don't think anyone's life ever turns out the way they want, and I've that's something I've heard like on repeat from every adult in my life since I was a child. So I shouldn't be surprised that this is how the way things went. Except, I maybe I am surprised that I haven't had kids. Like I didn't, I never got knocked up by anybody, which is quite frankly rude, and possibly. Um, you know, disturbing. I mean, can I get pregnant? I don't know. I mean, I hope so. Would I like to have a child right now? Yeah. You know what? I'm not busy. Is someone out there not busy as well? What are you doing for the next 18 years? Technically not 18 years. Technically the rest of your life. What are you doing for the rest of your life? Because I think I'm ready to have a baby. What else am I going to do? You know, I was having one of those moments today where I'm like really worried about my career. I'm like, oh, I'm not doing anything. My career is going nowhere. And then I remembered I was like, oh, yeah, um, people are still dying. (laughs) Like people are still dying of this virus. And actually a comedian passed away today. I did not know him. I mean, I think I have seen him before. Um, his name uh, was Ricardo Flanagan. I, then I looked him up and I think I have seen him on some lineups before, but um, I didn't really know him personally. So um, yeah, obviously it's sad that he passed away. Like nobody should be dying from this virus still, but of course they are because, you know, that's just the state of the world. People won't get vaccinated. I mean, my own, my own brother... Uh, I think I talked about this before. It blocked me because <laughs> I called him out for not getting vaccinated. He blocked me. That was his, that was his very adult response as a 50-year-old man to block his younger sister. I said he wasn't respecting our mother's wishes by just getting vaccinated because she wanted him to get vaccinated so that he could go visit her in Colorado because she... Um, I don't know if you guys know this. This has uh, been the huge, the huge story of my life. She had a stroke, and I am currently burdened financially. Glad she's alive, um, but you know I have to figure out how to support her the rest of my life, <laughs> the rest of her life. Which is fine. I'm fine with it. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get on witch talk. I'm going to manifest some money. And that's it. You know, you do what you gotta do. You gotta support your family. But anyway, so I called my brother for um, not getting vaccinated, like my mother asked, and his response was just to, to block me on Facebook, like like an adult, like you do when you don't want to be bothered by anybody. I love my family. Speaking of my family, today is, um, was, it's already past midnight, which I just remembered. Um, it was Indigenous Peoples Day, aka formerly known as Columbus Day. Technically, is it still Columbus Day? I'm pretty sure it is. Um, so on my father's side, I'm Italian, and on my mom's side, I'm Latina. Um, so either way, I'm allowed to be upset on this day. I'm allowed to be upset. Um, I could be on either side. Who knows? I mean, you know what side I'm on. I'm obviously, like, against genocide. Um, but also, I'm pro-Italian. But not, like, too pro-Italian. You know, like, I, I've only watched The Sopranos one time the whole way through. Am I starting the second time? Yes, I am. But one time all the way through? How Italian really am I? Italian enough. Um... Yeah. You know, what can I say? Uh, Columbus Day. My sister posted some sort of like anecdote about our father being mad that Columbus Day changed to Indigenous People's Day. And I have I don't have no memory of this. She said that he was like really upset and yelled at her. Because she brought this up, like, years ago. I have no idea. I mean, every every time that he was upset and yelled, it totally just, like, blends together. Like, it, it could have been any day, any time, any hour, any minute, any second. He was just mad. He lived to be mad. That's what he wanted to do. He just wanted to be fucking mad all the time. You know, and I admire that uh, commitment. Commitment. Because it's difficult. I could not imagine being so mad all the time. And the fact that he was just like so... I'm talking about him like he's dead. Which, I mean, honestly, might as well be. Um, Haven't seen him in 10 years. <laughs> haven't heard from him since my mother uh, had a stroke. Shouldn't be talking about this, but... You know, this this is what you get, you know, not enough people listen to this podcast, but at the same time, too many people listen to this podcast. And I don't know who's listening. Could be my haters, could be my friends, could be my former lovers, could be my current lovers, you know, who know, lovers, current lovers with an S. I don't know. I'm just going to throw that out there in case one of them is listening. If there is more than one. (laughs) So that they, they can wonder what their status is. I'm just kidding. I'm celibate right now. Um, I'm very celibate and alone. <laughs> not really. I mean, okay. Like, I have options. But, you know, not really doing anything about it right now. Because, you know, as I said earlier, people are still dying. So anyway, my father, he loved being mad about everything. And... Looking back on it, there were, like, so many, like, mean things he said that, you know, that barely registered at the time when he said them. Probably because I was, like, living in this, like, totally, like, traumatic household. But I remember one thing he said. He was, he, he actually told my mom that uh, me and my sister were not the daughters he wanted. And that, we. <laughs> it sounds so, okay, this is, this is actually reminding me of, um, there's a tweet that's pretty popular, um, that it was a viral tweet. It was a a guy who was saying, um, how come everybody always talks about how bad deadbeat dads are? How come we never question uh, whether or not the child has bad vibes? (laughs) And this is basically like the position my father took against me and my sister, who like, honestly, we did not ask to be here, sir. We did not ask to be here. We are here because you had unprotected sex with our mother. Um, And he actually said, these are not the daughters I wanted. They hate me. But guess what? I mean, first of all, you existed before us, right? And maybe the way we, we react to you is because of your behavior. And maybe you should be the type of person who, instead of... Treating their children like their child is like out to get them or something, you, maybe you should like try being a good parent first or like being a kind parent. I mean, you're always fucking angry, you're always yelling, everything is uh, like something, some sort of affront against you. I mean, you're obviously extremely narcissistic and selfish and self obsessed. And guess what? No, we did not like that as children. And the fact that you were like that is why I'm recording a podcast at fucking 1220 a.m. On Tuesday, October 12th, 2021. If, if I had actually had a sane, normal childhood, I wouldn't be doing this right now. I would be happily in bed in my split level condo. Okay. My husband uh, would bring me like some sort of like bedtime tea. You know, um, I'd be I'd be a high powered corporate attorney, I believe. Not sure on which side. (laughs) Defense. Okay, fine. I said it. (laughs) I said it. I'd be doing corporate defense law. You know, I'd be in bed. My husband would be, um, you know, next to me reading the Wall Street Journal because I would have married some sort of man in finance. You know, because I would have embraced what I really care about. I would have been at peace. I would have a dog. I want a dog so bad I can't have one right now. Because I can't leave the dog home alone too much. You know, that would just be rude to the dog. I would have a different life. If I was married right now, though, I would 100% make my husband edit my podcast for me right now after I'm done recording because it's too much I can't handle it you know I'm a woman who does everything herself and it's become exhausting what can I say I have no water in this cloth my my Brita pitcher it was in the fridge and it's like totally solid frozen and there's no water and I'm just letting it thaw out So there's that problem. And I have a bottled water somewhere. Oh, it's over there. Convenient. I really prepared for this. I really thought this through before I started. I was like, you know what? Gonna do a quick pod. Not even going to think about the moisture of my throat. And we're just gonna start. (laughs) So that's what happened. But let's just say, you know, in another life, I would have that glass of water right here. Because there would be, you know, someone who loves me looking after me and making sure that my throat was moist before I got on the mic of a podcast that I wouldn't have to do unless I had had a detrimental childhood. Which came first? The detrimental childhood or the podcast? The podcast or the detrimental childhood? Think about it. Um, (laughs) I'm in a weird mood. I had a nap. I took a nap a couple hours ago. I I wake up. My phone says it's 10:30. I'm like 10:30. And I I was thinking is it 10:30 a.m.? No, it was 10:30 p.m. So I had only slept for like less than an hour. <laughs> but it feels like I had been asleep for like 9 hours. Like I feel well rested. I feel like I have some energy. Which is great because as soon as I'm done doing this, I have to look at my roast battle jokes for tomorrow. Yes, I'm unfortunately doing a roast battle tomorrow. I'm only doing it because they're paying me. Please do not judge me. Okay, because that's what we're doing now post COVID. Every comedian now, after COVID, is like, you're paying me for every time I go on stage. I'm getting paid every. T- <laughs> In LA, we're going to pay each. We're gonna pay. Uh, we're gonna get paid for our sets now I mean yeah that's a nice thought to have but fact of the matter is is a lot of these people are selfish and they don't give a fuck and they're rude and they're losers and they're gonna try to like scam you before trying to pay you I'm not talking about everybody I'm talking there's like certain people I have in mind right now where I'm thinking like oh yeah They're never going to, they're never going to pay comics, never. Or they're going to, um, run this little, run this little scam. I, I won't say the show, but there's, there's a very popular show where, um, it's $20 for tickets and they selectively pay comics. They don't pay every comic who's on the show, but the show is sold out constantly, which means that they are making money. They also charge money for drinks. So if you don't, you know, bring your own drinks, you can buy drinks there. And those are grossly overpriced. Um, and then they decide, oh, hey, you know, we're going to pay this comic, but we're not going to pay that comic. You know, because we're just like cool, chill people. Well, guess what? You're, you're a fucking asshole. You're not cool or chill. And now I'm talking about you on your, on my podcast, which at least a couple hundred people will hear. But they won't know who it it is I'm talking about. Well, I think a couple of my friends listening to this will know exactly what I'm talking about. Because they didn't pay somebody I know. And I'm actually mad about it. I am mad about it. And I will carry that forever. Not really. I don't care. Because the person they didn't pay did something that angered me. And now I'm mad at them. So... (laughs) You see how it just keeps going? A full circle of anger. Everybody um, gets equal opportunity anger directed at them, which is great. I'm Italian, so it's in the genes. My boss actually, like, I forget what we were talking about the other day, but my boss said something about, maybe it was about Columbus Day? I don't even remember, but I remember saying, um, you know, uh, I, I'm good at solving things and solving problems like I like I really feel like I could be like an FBI profiler I really do um because in a way like crime is kind of like in my genes because I'm Sicilian so I have like kind of that like criminal mind going on like I know I know what criminals would do and think I really do because throughout the day I do get these urges where I'm like oh I could I could steal that, I could do that, I could, <laughs> I could kill this person and get away with it. Those are normal thoughts to have, right? They're normal thoughts. You know, I'm acknowledging these thoughts because they're normal. It's normal to think I could murder this person and no one would ever know. It's normal because I'm saying it's normal. <laughs> and I don't have time to email my therapist, Regina, so that's what we're going with it's normal and it's in the genes, and it's in my blood um what have i been up to lately i mean first of all i'm dodging the deadly virus love that uh got a manicure this weekend not happy i don't know if you could see this i mean the color is good right i'm going for like some sort of like spooky season vibe obviously it's not black but it is some sort of like dark uh, wine color. Uh, The polish is done poorly, (laughs) which I didn't notice until, you know, I was rudely rushed out of the nail salon. I've had the same woman twice in a row for my nails And I don't know her name, but um, it's at my normal salon. But like she like, the polish, like it's not done right. And then also like, honestly, the spookiest part of my nail set is the fact that she did not um, properly file my left pinky. See, the shape I get is, I don't know if you can see this. I, I might post this video portion somewhere. I mean, I'm recording video because that's what you're supposed to do now you have to be on the talk to stay relevant you have to be on there otherwise otherwise nobody's gonna see it nobody's gonna care right so anyway you could see my right pinky it is it is filed to a perfect point it's a stiletto shape this one um there's like a (laughs) square top on it and it's just not filed to a point so that's the spookiest part of my nails that they're not done properly so happy about that i yes i tipped yes i tipped i tip even if the nails don't turn out well that's what you do um i saw a depressing movie on friday i saw mass uh written and directed by fran kranz that's a man's name uh directorial debut of fran kranz um so this movie was about two couples Um, one of whom their son was a school shooter and the other couple their son was killed by that kid and the couple with the with the son who was the victim um it was played by martha plimpton and jason isaacs jason isaacs is still very attractive um i don't know if you know who this is i mean if you're if you're gen z and you're listening to this podcast I'm going to educate you right now. Jason Isaacs, okay, I mean, if you're young, you probably know him from the Harry Potter movies. He played uh, Lucius Malfoy, Draco Malfoy's father, in a, in a wig, a long blonde wig. But I know Jason Isaacs from way before that time. Not way before, but before that. In uh, Mel Gibson's classic, 2000 film The Patriot The Patriot Uh, I don't know if you've seen this it was playing on TNT probably every Saturday and Sunday for the last 20 years (laughs) you know those movies they just like show over and over The Patriot is one of them obviously what's another one that they show a lot Ferris Bueller The Breakfast Club. Oh yeah, the year two thousand. Ooh, two hours and fifty-five minutes. See, I love a I love a long movie. I love a movie that's like three hours long. Give me that. Give me that. Shoot it into my veins. That's what I want, baby. Oh, The Patriot is airing this upcoming Saturday, four different times on the Sundance Channel. Do I need to get the Sundance channel? Do they have a streaming site? Anyway, so if you're not familiar with this film, uh, it's about Mel Gibson, who is a farmer, who is widowed. He's a widower. And uh, he is a war hero of sorts from the past, even though the things he did were rude. (laughs) You'll find out. uh, No spoilers, right? Uh, So anyway... um, Heath Ledger is his son. One of his sons. And then another of his sons is played by I think his name is Gregory Smith. He wasn't he in Harriet the Spy, I wanna say. He played the poor kid. I the fact that I know these things is upsetting. Okay, uh is it Gregory Smith? Gregory Smith. <sighs> There's a lot of people in this movie. Sorry, I'm trying to uh Okay, so his son gets shot and killed. The, the, (laughs) oh, no, is it, no, is it Thomas? Oh, Tom, oh yeah, okay. So Gregory Smith plays Thomas and he wants to go um, fight in the war. This is the Revolutionary War, which I didn't mention earlier. Um, Should have done that. Sorry, how unprofessional of me. So uh, Heath Ledger and... Gregory Smith, they both want to fight in the war, but, you know, like, their father's like, no, you can't, um, you're too young, and I'm a psycho, um, so, (laughs) so, uh, his character gets shot and killed by Colonel William Tavington, who is Jason Isaacs, also in a long wig in this film, um, who is hot and um he's evil he's wearing you know the red coat like he's supposed to cuz he's a red coat and he's just hot like he's just like brutally sexy you know and if if you see him you're going to be like oh my god like this it's porn like this film is porn the fact that Heath Ledger is in it and he looks hot amazing add Jason Isaacs to the mix. You're kidding me, right? Mel Gibson. <sighs> Did he look good in this? I mean, sure, whatever. I mean, this is before he got caught like saying things. <laughs> you know, obviously before the before the alcoholism totally took over and he started saying crazy shit. Um, yeah. Was was this a good movie? Um, well, it was directed by Roland Emmerich, so I'll let you decide. He also directed Independence Day. And I think something else with Aliens, I wanna say. Oh he directed Stargate. Wow. You know what? I've just changed my mind about Roland Emmerich. Except I think he he directed something terrible. Oh the the movie twenty twelve. Was that that was bad, right? The day after tomorrow? Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Stargate, do you remember that? I anything with Kurt Russell, I I just get so reminiscent about. Is he the best looking man who ever lived? I mean, it's up for debate. Um I maybe he's second best because I was thinking today, I saw a TikTok of JFK Jr. Um, which means that the algorithm is really starting to work for me. And I was just, like, taken aback by that man's beauty. You know, this this is me right now educating the, chi- the kids, you know. If you don't know who JFK Jr. is, please Google him. Please Google JFK Jr. shirtless. I think there are some photos of him playing Frisbee in Central Park in the 90s. Shirtless. And your life will change. I I used to have his picture on my wall in my in my bedroom when I was a teenager. Is that normal? Maybe. You know he wasn't really he wasn't like a political figure like his like his father. I mean he he was the editor of a magazine and he was a lawyer before that. But man, talk about good looking. Um, and Kurt Russell. You know what? We're gonna give him second best looking man who ever lived. Because it's true. I mean, mm, Kurt Russell. I can't can't even think about him right now without losing it. Kurt Russell in backdraft? Are you kidding me? So fucking hot. Ugh. Men do not look like that anymore. Well, okay, so IRL, the best looking man I've ever known, is a musician, but... That's neither here nor there. Neither here nor there. Could he be an actor? Maybe. Is he hot? Yeah. I don't know. There's like categories of men. Let's see. Okay. Roland Emmerich is gay. I didn't know that. Okay. Well, actually, you know what? Now that kind of makes sense with the way he shows men in some of his movies... He makes some choices you know how about Jeff Goldblum with the um the unbuttoned shirt in Independence Day where you see that you see that glistening chest mm. I'm getting turned on folks <laughs> getting turned on what's his latest movie Midway no idea what that is oh it's about the war of course yes okay so what was I saying oh yeah so uh Jason Isaacs is in mass incredible acting I haven't seen acting like this in so long I could definitely see this getting some uh nominations uh but was it depressing yes was it necessary yes uh do I recommend this not unless you're emotionally prepared to leave the theater feeling uh kind of sad but also kind of like neutral um so yeah it was pretty good I mean if you want to go to the theater uh the other thing I saw I saw No Time to Die the last uh Bond film featuring Daniel Craig and let me say I am emotionally recovering from that 24 more than 24 hours later um unbelievable film I just (laughs) I just Oh my god! Like this movie was so fucking good. The director of it, he was the he created True Detective originally. He was the well, I he created. Was he involved in the second season of True Detective? Let me see. Kerry um, Joji Fukunaga. He's pretty good looking too. Um, <laughs> I'm I must be horny because I'm just like talking about like how hot these guys are. So that's great. Um, so if you are one of my one of my on and off lovers, please call me because things are happening right now. Uh, let's see. Mm-hmm. No time to die. Yes, this was supposed to come out um, in, in like 2019, right? Or late 2019. or I want to say it was supposed to come out in. Or, no, I think it was originally supposed to come out in April 2020 and then you know the pandemic started picking up and they delayed it they delayed it and it's been a year and a half so okay hold on screenplay one of the writers is phoebe waller bridge did not know that okay that kind of makes sense though because there was some funny stuff in it like the obviously it was pretty pretty good Um. Yeah, if you want to cry and if you want to spend three hours in the theater, I did not go to the bathroom once. The last 30 minutes was pretty challenging for me because I had a large Coke. But I stayed glued to the screen. And I got every cent worth of my Cinemark movie club ticket that whole, the value of it every cent was worth it being a member of the movie club was worth it when I saw this movie unbelievable I can't I can't give anything away I don't want to spoil it I really don't but the, oh my god it was just so good um Ben Affleck's X was in it um Ana de Armas I think i've only ever seen her in uh, knives out but she was good in this which you know it pains me to say that you know but she was good uh lisa du is in this of course yes 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 as <laughs> madeline swan who's inspector obviously well they're married in this I, I really don't want to give anything away I just want to say we don't need a female bond I you know I was having lunch with my co-workers the other day and I asked them if they were going to see James Bond and they were like oh no and, like, and then like some of these people like they're so like woke and <laughs> it's like so annoying and and I know people think that I'm like super woke online or whatever, but like, trust me, low key, I like have horrible thoughts. Um, please cancel me. So I, <laughs> I. They were like, I forget who it was, but they were like, yeah, you know, I just, you know, we really need a female James Bond. I was like, no, we don't. Uh, James Bond is supposed to be sexist and he's supposed to be handsy. And that's the way he's supposed to be. He doesn't need to be a woman. Ever. Okay. (laughs) But in the movie, there I don't want to give a spoiler, but there's a female 00 agent. Which there have been in the past, but um, that's a new development. But this whole idea that we have to, like, adopt male characters to be played by women is annoying as fuck. Like, that whole Ghostbusters movie that came out with women in it horrible movie I have no problem saying that you can fucking cancel me but it was garbage and if you actually think it was good you're a liar you're lying to yourself you're lying to the industry you're a pawn for Hollywood and I feel sad for you okay and this is why I have an extremely successful career in show business because I say what I mean and I mean what I say (laughs) I'm not successful um yeah no that gets me in trouble a lot like saying what i really think but you know what i'm gonna stand by it because whatever you only get like one opportunity to say what you really think right so i'm going to say that the all-female ghostbusters reboot was bad because it was and i have no problem saying that I know a lot about film, okay? I am a Cinemark Movie Club member and an AMC Stubbs member. So clearly I'm in the fold. Yeah. So. I guess that's that. You know, go see No Time to Die. Um, Be prepared to cry. Be prepared to cry. That's all I'm... I actually might go see it again. Yeah. I'm doing Sober October right now. Did I mention this before? I'm totally sober. None of my friends who did Sober October last year are doing it this year. I'm the only sober person. Clearly, I'm miserable because I'm doing a podcast at 1244 a.m. On October 12th. Instead of having... A glass of wine but you know what it's worth it because I already feel more rested and thinner and better and that's unfortunate because I enjoy drinking so I think I'm gonna cut back to just holidays for drinking or maybe never again maybe I'll never drink ever again I'm not sure it it, it's yet to be determined but I doubt that'll happen so, but I feel good. It's it's day 12 of Sober October. I'm making strides. I'm achieving things. If you guys want to do a sober month with me, go ahead and write into the podcast, unrulypodcast.gmail.com. Let me know why you want to be sober for a month. We could do like a competition. I have a spreadsheet and it'll be fun because nobody else is doing it with me. <laughs> I'm alone. I'm the, I'm the only sober person in Los Angeles right now. Everybody is like getting trashed right now, except for me, which is great. You know, I love that. Um, So what's going on with me? I'm doing a roast battle uh, tomorrow night. It'll, it's technically tonight when I upload this. So it'll be Tuesday, October 12th, live streamed by Real Mint Comedy. Or you can come in person to the comedy store. Uh, the tickets are online there. I think it's in the main room. I'm not sure. No, I think it has to be in the main room because of all the equipment they need. So um, I'm doing that. I'm battling Sarah Am I going to do stand-up dates? Yeah, probably. I'm getting my material ready. I I actually have, like, an all-new set. I'm not doing old material, which is, you know, a lot of comics are not doing that. So, because I have a lot to talk about because things have been a disaster for me so i have a lot of material clearly i love stand-up comedy i love the craft it's the most respected art form in the world and i'm so glad i get to do it not being sarcastic so I guess that's it. Um, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Heather, Especially follow me on Instagram because, I don't know, not enough people follow me on Instagram. And if not enough people follow me on Instagram, then I'll never have an agent and I'll never be on TV. And that's how this business works. And I'll simply have to get married and have a happy life. And we don't want that, do we? I want to go on stage and be slightly upset. Okay, so please follow me. And I'm on TikTok at unruly, unruly. Really. I need to post a TikTok. Ugh. Do you see how exhausting this is? My advice to you, if you want to do comedy, find someone you love, marry them, and don't do this. That's it. I'm being serious. Okay, now go have a nice week. Do something nice for yourself. I don't know. Go see No Time for Die and get a smoothie or a boba. Have a nice day. Bye.